Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is June 10th, double digits. It is Thursday. It is Dream Team Thursday. I have a couple of dreams, and I, I have to say, you know, you guys, your dreams. I had an ongoing one last night, too, and there was really nothing to it, but it was the people that were in it that was cool. It was just like, wow, I haven't seen them in a long time, and I haven't seen them in a long time. And I feel like like post-COVID, you know, it's like it's, my brain is starting to open up and, and realize that, you know, so much hasn't happened when it comes to people. Everything else we could live without, but missing the people we normally see, the things we normally do, and, and yet doing it with such a level of appreciation is, is the best part of it all. So today... I have a dream. This one is from Maureen Cook. It was on the I Dig Your Soul radio page. And she says, Hi, Nadia. I had a dream a little while ago. In the dream, I am watching lots of people get vaccinated for COVID, and I am feeling scared. Scared because it felt like such a scary situation that all these people were getting vaccinated. And then at the last minute, I do it too. I get vaccinated. That's all I remember. This dream made me think of the dream where I had seen UFOs in the sky and I was looking at them in awe and not frightened until I saw everybody running and hiding. And then I did the same. You already interpreted that dream for me. I, in real life, I'm scared of getting the virus and I'm scared of getting the vaccine and I'm scared of not getting the vaccine. I guess I just don't want to be doing anything because of feeling pressure or being influenced by what others are doing. But in these dreams, it seems that's what I'm doing. I have a real feeling I am going to do the same thing in real life. Maybe this dream is just reflecting my reality, but I have prayed so hard for an answer to my dilemma of getting vaccinated or not or waiting for a later time. Thanks, Nadia. Okay. So just an issue on the vaccine, it's an extremely personal issue. You know, over and above, (coughs) excuse me, over and above politics and it being politicized and people saying, well, you think this or you think that or they put all this stuff in it and you're going to, you know, have a chip in you or whatever the 
theories are that are going out there, at the end of the day, it's an extremely personal decision. And your dream is telling you that, that, you know, you are heavily, heavily embedded in feeling and understanding that crowds, just crowds, may either get it all right or get it all wrong. So you have like no middle ground. And with a vaccine, there is no middle ground. If there's a UFO in the sky, there's no middle ground. You're either going to hide or stay exposed. With a vaccine, you're either going to take it or you're not. And why and all of those things. But watching people get it, you get scared if you're going to take it or you're not. So basically, you're immobilized at bigger decision-making. You like a smaller environment, smaller decisions to make that just keep you happy because you need so little to keep you happy. And I know that sounds funny, but I'm one of those people. I don't need much to make me happy. For me, if I got to clean my whole house in one day and do everything I wanted to do in the house in one day, that makes me happy. Forget going out and getting anything or or making any bigger decisions. And getting vaccinated or not, I was stifled, super stifled. Like, oh, wow, is everything they're saying about vaccines true? I haven't taken a vaccine in so long, being my age. You know, younger people, they get in school, they have to turn in their vaccine card and they have to get chicken pox and whooping cough and all these different vaccines because they don't want rampant disease because we had rampant disease and vaccines did stop it. But then we have those theories of whether or not going into our sterile environment should be okay or not. And what are they actually putting in these vaccines? And did it cause autism? And did it do this? And did it do that? And we don't know. And because we don't know, we have anxiety. We're scared to make big decisions because we're not sure with mixed messaging what's real and what isn't real anymore. So to ease that anxiety, because it's so common and so well-known, everybody was sitting on television taking vaccines. So now your mind is like, hey, well, you know, so-and-so took it and -and so-and-so took it and they're okay. And why would they take it? And then there were even theories about that, that those weren't the real people. They were lookalikes and it just went on and on and on. So all of this messaging, your brain is going, hmm, just like with UFOs, are they real or not? And now they're saying they are real, but... Just a year ago, they were saying there's no such thing. So all this mixed messaging, your brain is so efficient, it's saying, hey, let me sort all of this out. I'm scared to do it, and I'm scared not to do it. And that's why I'm saying it's a very personal decision. When we have an illness that's running rampant, and now I want to say in past tense, right? It's not as common, although... Just a month ago, we did have a family member die from COVID. My my sister's brother-in-law died. His whole family got it. He ended up in the hospital. 
and he died. And there you go. He's in his early 50s. He has four kids, three of them in college. Right when I thought it was all over. But because people took vaccines, it also protected, believe it or not, those who aren't making a choice to take it because the people who took the vaccine can't give it to them, right? Stuff is in your head. Should I take it? Should I wait it out? Should I wait it out? Because I might be able to wait it out, and if enough other people get a vaccine, then I don't have to take it. But then I don't get my vaccine card, and now there's a whole um, secondary market, I guess, for fake vaccine cards. (laughs) We're, We're so incredibly creative, right? We come up with all this stuff. But I do believe that either way, in your mind, from scary, scary, like two scary decisions, every day you're taking it as it comes and allowing the day to tell you what to do. Allowing life to guide you. Because watching things happen, we internalize a lot. And this was a big internalization. This was a huge decision, like these bigger-than-life decisions. And, you know, all these people are lining up. All these people are wearing masks. All these people are, you know, without food. All these people are moving and buying homes. All these people are becoming homeless. Like Our brain has had to see the the pendulum swing from side to side this entire last year and a half. We had time we may never, ever have again. Everything's been to the extreme. And yours came out in the vaccines because that affected everyone, every single person. It's everyone's decision, man, woman, and child. No matter where you live, it's like no one can run away from COVID. It's not like you can go to another country or another neighborhood or a different doctor. None of us could get away from it. And that's probably the first time in all of our lifetimes that we have experienced this. And I I have to tell you, the best part of your dream is your dream encapsulated it all into the vaccine. Because that was the only thing that probably, truly affected you this deeply. Because now it was decision time. So it all goes back to decisions. Really big decisions. Where it seems like, you know, when they say we're all sheeple, when it feels like sheeple, you wonder if they're all on the right side of it or the wrong side of it. So not making a decision makes it a little easier to just say, I'll, I'll deal with that because it's such a big decision. And a good thing about it is patience with yourself, patience for yourself to come to a decision is what this is. You'll work out what scares you about it. You'll work it out. Just be patient with yourself. 
every day you don't do it is an answer. Every day you think of doing it just tells you you're on your way to an answer. You may or may not. You may wait so long that you don't need to. I know that sounds funny. But there's truth to it. We've been, you know, told it wasn't even a real issue as people were dying. And on the other hand, we're told if you get the vaccination, you're going to be subject to a list of things that no one would want to be subject to. So how do you reconcile that? And you are. Your brain is saying, hey, something's wrong, something's wrong, alarm is on. Let me try to figure this out. And even in your sleep, it didn't say to you, go get a vaccine or don't. But then you did in your dream. So you made a decision. Isn't that interesting? It's just, I'm fascinated by our brains and how efficient they are. Because you didn't, 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 and then you did. And then you did. And you lived to tell about it. You woke up. You know, I always say when we die in our dreams, and it's very rare that we do, but it happens. But even in our dream, we look at ourselves die. So how dead are we? We just see our body die, but we're still we're still kicking. Our souls are eternal. Another message. It's an interesting way that you think because you you look at things and you you look for that middle ground so that you don't have to think about it anymore. And everyone was scared of getting the virus because it was so easy to get. I had another family member that was in the hospital. I have a friend, a friend here in um, California whose whole family got it. The husband, the wife, the child, the housekeeper, and the gardener. And the gardener died from it. At first, in the beginning, I'm like, I don't know anyone who has it. I don't know anyone who's died from it. I don't know, you know, and I kept wondering, like, oh, my gosh, how is this happening in the world? And I don't know anybody, not even myself. But then it started reaching people, like, you know, the arteries around us, including us. So the the fears or the worry is real. It wasn't that, you know... Any of us were in an igloo somewhere or in a bubble. But there was a solution, and it did stop it. It did stop it from running around from person to person. That was real. That was true. And now we are really able to go out again. So your brain is saying, okay, this and this and this is happening. I think this one is real because I see evidence around me that even the people who are fighting it or don't want to take it or are not comfortable yet because it's their own personal decision, getting the vaccine actually helped not only myself, but they're not going to get anything from me. And you know that. It's so cool that in life, you know, in our lifetime, in our history, we have these big decisions to make. So thank you for your dream. I have another dream. 
Dear Nadia, this one will keep anonymous, I guess. They didn't say. Okay. Dear Nadia, I have a dream if there is time for the show. I have a stuffed animal in my bed that I bought to myself, started to live alone, and felt like I needed something to hug and talk to like a friend. I named it Bessie. It's a little bit embarrassing, but it did help me. And in my dream, my boyfriend saw Bessie. That's the dream. Thank you always. Isn't that funny that I don't care how old we are, we all need a friend, right? It's it's actually very beautiful because it tells you how much we need people, how much we desire, how much we desire someone to talk to. And a lot of the times when I say, hey, you know what, talk and record yourself and then listen, but before you sleep, are you going to record yourself and listen? And this is your way of talking, of hearing, hearing yourself. Because when we talk out loud, we're hearing a friend talk to us. When we're in our heads, sometimes we're hearing a bully. But when it comes out, you're like, oh, wow, this is helpful. It's like having a pet that's always happy to see you. They don't judge you. They just listen to you. But the fact that your boyfriend saw Bessie, that's telling you that you trust him. Because that's like something that makes you feel silly, that, you know, you need affection in your life. You want affection. You want to feel like you can love someone and that they will love you back. That's why children get attached to their little blankies. That's why we get attached to our environment. That's like you walk into a messy office, but if you move one thing, the person knows you moved it. Don't touch anyone's office ever because it builds our security. It lets us feel like we are in charge of our emotional self. There's so many things in our world that we witness or that we see, just like Maureen's dream, that get in the way of us and what we're thinking about. It's like that constant interruption. And I, I've noticed now post-COVID going out more, running from thing to thing, coming home exhausted, just happened to me yesterday. We're still doing the whole doctor's appointment thing on top of me working again. At the end of the day, I just passed out. Twice in one week, my alarm had to wake me up, and I'm normally up two hours before my alarm goes off. And today was one of those days. But before I slept, I had a little talk with myself. Why? Because it brought my day down. It allowed me to filter, 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 and then get back to myself. And then in my sleep, leave it up to your sleep to figure the rest out. 
That happened in Maureen's dream. She went to bed and it, it just said, hey, you're okay. I did, by the way, just an off-the-record off comment. I did ask Christ about the vaccines. I did. Like five times, not once. And every single time I got, you will be okay. Everybody will be okay. They are okay. This is okay. I got, it's okay in so many ways. But I, I had to ask, and normally I don't get answers. I get experiences, but I did get an answer on that, that we were okay. I talked to doctors, not only here, but across the pond in, in other countries that have that researched all the different vaccines around the world and what was in them before they themselves made a decision on which ones to take. But it's funny that that did happen. So anyways, that's just a pop back to Maureen's dream. But talking into this dream, having a stuffed animal, having things in your car that are always there that you see, something that they used to hang things off the mirror. No one really does that anymore. But people always put something either in the glove compartment or somewhere in their car that means something to them, that someone gave them, that they care about, that makes them feel like, hey, I'm not alone. I'm just not alone. There's people who feel alone in a crowd, and there's people who are at home, and they, they don't feel alone. And they may not have gone out for a couple of days because they're totally self-entertained. They can really enjoy their own company. And that's one thing you're learning to do. You're learning to say, hey, you know what? I care about myself. This is one way I can take care of myself. This helps me. But I'm glad you wrote it, even though it was a little embarrassing. Nobody knows who you are. But it reminds us all. It reminds us all about how much it means to us just to have interaction, just to feel cared for, just to feel loved. And in your dream, this is telling you the person you're with, you feel that from. You feel it from them. Isn't that like the best feeling in the world? That you can meet someone, that you can feel as comfortable as you can to another, I, I want to say an object, that you feel can't hurt you, won't hurt you, won't laugh at you, won't make fun of you, won't take away from you. You know, my dad always used to say, the body doesn't lie, right? You know, no matter what you you say, how you walk, how you look, how much weight you gain or lose, your body's telling you something. But the dreams don't lie either. That's why I love doing this show, because it's like digging into the truth. Where is my mind really? Do I really want? Why do I want it? And when you talk about those things, like in this dream where here's an adult, it's a woman, adult woman, 
got a stuffed animal. Think about that. Because that feeling of not being judged, that desire to not be judged is so deep. So if you have children and you don't judge them, they will come to you. It's not like they tell you they want to do something crazy and you say it's okay. That's not not having judgment. Judgment is not having judgment is just asking why. Why do you want that? Because the answer may surprise you. Those of us raising, not raising, but living with adult children, there's many cultures where the adult child stays in the house until they get married. It's becoming less and less as time goes on, but now you're now you're looking at the result of a childhood, not the childhood. And I can't tell you how many times I hear parents being super surprised that they lived with their family members and did not know certain things about them until something happened and they had to find out. It all went back to judgment. Because now we've forced another human being to not be able to share, not have that comfort that you were getting with the stuffed animal. All we need is to be heard, even if it is not another human being, but something that makes us feel like we have that. Because judgment starts within. And so you're telling yourself here, I may be judged on the outside, but in my world, when I'm by myself, I'm not judging. I know I'm hard on myself, but I'm not judging myself. I'm, I'm taking those feelings out and I'm saying, hey, look, feelings, I see you. I hear you. I want you. I want to figure you out. I want to figure me out. And this is my way of doing it. And yay, that's a holiday. And then to realize the kicker at the end is that your boyfriend saw saw how you help yourself, how you take care of yourself. And there was no judgment there either. Judgment is one of those things we don't even know we're doing. It usually comes out when there's a disagreement and then you really say how you feel. You really put that on the table. And then trust breaks because they're going, wow, I didn't know you felt that way. And they feel bad and then you feel bad. And then there you go. They're not telling you anything anymore. They don't even want to talk to you about certain things. And I always say there's like these versions of people, right? There's our most superficial version, people we don't know. Hey, hi, and smile and wave from our hearts, but we don't know them. We're not going to talk to them. And then there's people in our lives that we may know or have known us all our lives, and we treat them like we do the stranger. We don't tell them anything either. 
but for the complete other reason, because they know everything about us. And they're going to judge us or tell us we can't or tell us we, we should or tell us what we should. And we want to run away because it's just too much information. And then there's those that we can't stop talking to. Can't. And you started with the stuffed animal to find out that your boyfriend is also someone you can trust. Isn't that a beautiful dream? You guys, thank you for your dreams. I love you guys so much. I will see you tomorrow on Questions Friday. In the meantime, if anyone needs any more information, I am told to say this even though it comes out at the end, please go to NadiaKhalil.com for more information. I love you. I'll see you. Have a great day. And I see I got another dream. I'm going to hold on to that, and we'll talk about it next week. I love you. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.